Welcome back to another episode of the Old Guy Metal Cast. Our tips are bleached. I've got a wife beater on, fucking red Yankees hat, Adidas fucking starter getup. I'm ready. It's the new metal special, and I am Jim Vicious. Joined as always by Bobby Blades, and I am wearing full Adidas gear, and I've got um, I'm wearing a dreaded wig. If you hear buzzing in the background, it's just me getting a tribal tattoo okay. around my on my fucking arm, and then the other arm, um, barbed wire band, dude. Oh yeah, that that's what you got to do. The new metal special. Fuck, I've been excited for this because as much as I am a death metal grind, all kinds of metal, I I do fucking love new metal bands, and a lot of the real metal guys, real metal guys. Don't like new metal, never did, but fuck, are we always did? I still do. I fucking love it. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of oh. the metal purists would consider new metal as like the cancer that's eating away the metal scene. At, at the time, we fucked up. I was thinking about this week. You know, 2000, I was in a crazy grind prog band. And like, what the fuck are we doing? We could have just started a new metal band. And got signed to Roadrunner. You yeah, know? you would have been big. Really, we were really fucking up. Really fucking up. So let's get into it. We've got the bottom. We got the worst. Our least favorite fucking new metal bands. We've got our favorites, and a whole lot of honorable mentions. Oh yeah, a fucking a laundry list of honorable mentions here, dude. I have a list, a super long list of honorable mentions, but I'm sure we'll get into more of them. So yeah, let's start off. I suppose we should start off at the bottom. Yeah, let's start off with the the worst. worst. I feel like we have a lot of the same ones, probably in different order. We might, yeah. So I kind of mentioned this on our last episode, but dude, let the bodies hit the floor. Drowning Pool number five. I hate that song. I don't know anything else about them. I just know I hate that fucking song, and I hate people that think that song's cool. Um, yeah, I wouldn't even consider Drowning Pool as new metal, really. Oh, yeah, come on. They definitely are. There'll be a lot of that throughout this episode of me and you going, they're not new metal. Yes, they are. (laughs) Yeah. As like, I'm thinking like a new metal has a very definitive sound for me and drowning pool just didn't have that. I researched bands. I researched online. I didn't pick a band that wasn't categorized as it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in the realm of the internet, people consider these bands now, when we get into the honorable mentions, maybe I'll just mention it now so I don't forget. Uh, I kept seeing Incubus, and I'm like, dude, Incubus is not a new metal band. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it right hate now. Being called that, but everyone says they're they're in the genre. So I didn't use them. They would have been in my top five because uh, I hate to admit, but I love the shit out of Incubus, dude. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So fuck you're those guys. Fuck that song. You go <laughs> to the bar. And it's just mom rock. You know, it's, it's people who fucking, it's just white trash people. And they think it's awesome. You know, bodies. Hit the it's like <laughs> the fucking stupidest song. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I can definitely agree with that. But there was a time when it came out that I was into it for maybe about a month or two. And after that, I kind of forgot about them. Yeah, everybody did. Well, their singer died shortly after that, right? Yeah. His body hit the floor. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? Drug overdose? I'm sure it was. I don't even know, dude. I Like oh, I look, said, I didn't pay wait. enough attention. 
I'll look while you tell us your number five. All right. So my number five is Hollywood Undead. They're classified as new metal and they're just not good. They never were. Like fucking ICP with guitars? Yeah, fucking. <laughs> Basically, like I remember they all wear masks. Uh, they got this goofy ass rap where they're not even trying to be ICP. They sound more like a bad version of Cottonmouth Kings. And they've got fucking auto tune. I don't know. It's just, it's not good. Yeah. Wait, when the fuck did this guy die? Man, it had to be like early 2000s, I'd say. He died in 2002. Okay. So there you go. What was his uh, name? I don't even know the dude's name. Dave Williams. Dave Williams. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they said what he died of or what? Yeah. I'm sure I'll find it here. Uh, Hollywood Undead, though, they're just that part of that era where it was just like, oh, yeah, we'll put these fucking masks on, you know? Yeah. Or paint your faces like some of the other bands we'll talk about. Died at age 30. Why is it so hard to find? He was found dead in the tour bus. Yeah. Died from heart failure caused by heart muscle disease, which went undiagnosed. muscle disease. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, I've he never died of heart disease. <laughs> heart disease. <laughs> oh shit! How many people's fucking hearts exploded from cocaine, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, heart defect." Yeah, it's called cocaine. It's cocaine in the blood. Yeah, that was theirs. Yeah, Hollywood Undead. I, I couldn't name a song of theirs. I remember seeing a video back in the day of them and just not liking it at all. So. Uh, I don't, I can't sing a song by them, but I know there's one about like a, a guy who likes to pull out his wiener at parties. That's all I know. So, cool, bro. Yeah. That's, Good luck with that song today. That's uh, number five. Number four for me. Uh, and I think I heard you mention them. Edema. Oh, hey now. You're a rock star. <laughs> I like um, Smash Mouth. I know, I'm just saying, we, we have the same number four. I couldn't name a Edema song either. I just remember hearing a song of theirs back in the day and just hating it. Thinking that kid's like, what, Jonathan Davis's half-brother? Like, dude, if you're going to copy my homework, dude, change it up a little bit. Holy shit. Oh, that's his half-brother for real? Yeah, the singer of that band is his half-brother. That's fucking hilarious, man. That band sucks. Oh, yeah, so um, my... <laughs> My number four is Edema as well. I heard one song by them because it was on the Mortal Kombat 5 soundtrack, I think. And it was called Immortal, but it was awful. Yeah, they're a really fucking terrible band. Mm. I think they also wore the whole Adidas thing, did they not? I don't know. Like I said, I didn't really look into them too much. It was dressed like corn. <laughs> Jonathan Davis's dad fucked my mom or something. <laughs> cool. Uh, so yeah, four Adima, we concur. Yeah, uh, number three, trapped. Oh, are, are they really? Con- Hold on, let me look here. QRST. Um, yep. All right, trapped. Considered new metal. Yeah, they are definitely considered new metal. Oh man. See, I didn't listen to enough of them to even really form an opinion. Like I remember that song, Headstrong, and that was it. 
Yeah, for that song, their other songs that that they were fucking that were hits, and also because of their singer's a fucking idiot. Yeah, and says fucking idiotic things. They got kicked off Twitter recently for he was defending like rape, basically. Didn't they say they fired his singer, but then it was all a big punk or something like that? I don't know about that. I just. I saw uh, somebody we mutually know shared a thing that kind of said they kicked him out, but I was like, there's no way. He owns that shit, dude. That's as far as I know. So that's why he's always been able to do whatever the fuck he wants. They've had like 97 drummers in that band. I think the old drummer switched to bass at some point in that band. Oh, shit. Like, I'm not done playing drums. I'm going to play bass now. Yeah, they fucking suck. And, uh, you know. I will concur with that and co-sign it they do suck trust me if you heard some of the other songs i just watched a retrospective on trapped <laughs> fucking um from rock reviews actually i will give that guy a plug he's a cool dude rock reviews on youtube um anyway fuck them yes fuck them to the moon what's your number what's your number three my number three is a band called chevelle <laughs> And I would I would never have considered them new metal had I not seen them on this list. But I just remember them being ultra shitty. And Um, so boring tool, like boring dad tool, (laughs) boring dad tool. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no way I would have ever considered them new metal. I'm not a fan, but they had a few songs that like if I was stuck listening to the radio because uh, there was a time around that period where I was stuck listening to the radio for a while when I delivered pizza and you hear a song like that and on the radio and it was like Ugh, like finally something that's kind of decent but yeah Chevelle does suck mm. I'll give you they're named after a car as well so that's dumb yeah what's that other band that's named after a car oh Jesus Christ I don't oh. know Shit. It begins with a C, too, I think. Ah, fuck. There's a million of them. Yeah. But Number anyway. two for me. Yeah! Limp is. Oh, we've got the same number two. Again. Yeah. We might have the same number one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as we, before we started, you kind of briefly mentioned, dude, $3 bill, y'all. Yeah. $3 bill, y'all. Great that album. I fucking like that album still. I remember when it came out being like this is some new shit this is awesome because we like you know i always grew up liking hip-hop yeah. and liking metal so and when that first came out i was like this is cool the cover of faith i remember thinking was cool back then oh yeah that was we used to play the shit out of that song dude right so that album's cool but after that i'm i'm off that's it yeah you know, maybe the next one but probably not even fuck that one too in my opinion what was their second one uh, my second one was Limp Biscuit after 98 or 99, whenever their second album came out. So you liked the first one or the first and the second one? I uh, didn't really like the second one. The first one yeah, was I don't my either. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that song with Method Man on the second one. That That's all I can say. That's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, just fuck Limp Biscuit for a million reasons, dude. Um, Moodstock 99 basically turning into a shithole because of all their bro fans. Um, Fred Durst, just in general, just yeah. Uh, he, he's and, the, he was a tool. I don't know if he still is, but he was a total tool. Man. His name is Fred, for fuck's sake. Fred. <laughs> Fred, Fred, shut the fuck up. 
Nothing against people named Fred, but it's just not a cool name, dude. Fred. <laughs> and uh, he was a fucking pop icon there. He was like right there with the pop stars of the, of the time. Limp Biscuit was, you know, they were huge on MTV. Yeah. You know, they'd be like hanging around with like Justine Aguilera and shit. Did he fuck one of those chicks? He might have. He probably did. That's pretty crazy. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. You know what I used to hate is I wore the hats backwards and I had the tattoos on the arms and the little goatee and people would always call me Fred Durst and I used to hate that shit. Yeah. Like, gosh. stop. Just just stop, man. He he wasn't cool at that time to me. As I say to anybody, it's like, dude, red hats after Fred Durst and, and Trump I and mean, red hats are never recover from this man probably not no it's going to take a lot to bring those back you can't wear i wouldn't wear any red hat period like since then since fred durst i wouldn't do it and then this trump shit i mean obviously never i will not wear a red hat i don't care (laughs) i don't want people looking to see like is that a fucking trumpet yeah that's it it could say monster magnet on the front and just let it be red and people that's a mega hat it's just anything red hat so um i thought if i thought about it you know i could come up with a, a ton to say about how why they suck but dude having a song that's a dance you know rolling like move in to move out you know the hands up down they have um, a, a song about a fucking dance like dude i don't know fuck next them. level fucking and scott Stapp wanted to box him remember the time because they had a beef he'd talk shit on creed and whatever and scott Stapp's like dude let's box for charity <laughs> and for just like i don't believe in violence like <laughs> and like every one of their songs is like i'll kick your ass like you're gonna kick anyone's ass fred <laughs> give me something to break <laughs> a lot of their shit's like that it's like i'm gonna you know i'll smash your fucking face no you won't dude. Yeah. i'll kick the fucking shit out of you fred i'll I- knock that gay fucking red hat off your head <laughs> i would have boxed for charity man 100 percent. stomp your dick into the ground oh well that's and, why um dj lethal left them i think it was or was it lethal well, dude, or did they have another dj there i can't remember that was anymore, so man. weird because uh pre-limb biscuit dude like i grew up hardcore house of pain dude. yeah bro I built, I built the house i felt i felt the pain you know what i'm saying <laughs> and when he left i remember when he left and joined fucking limbo like, he's in a metal band now like what yeah so. but that first album had us all fooled man we thought they were just gonna be like really good and i can still jam that first album oh I, no lie i love that first album i can't find a bad song on there but after that, it was just like, what the fuck happened to these people? You'll see that that's going to be a reoccurring thing in our honorable mentions, because there's so many bands that I just like their first album, their first album, their yeah. first album. So we'll get into that. And then so we both agreed on number two. I imagine we both agree on number one. You're my butterfly. Shaka, baby. Crazy time. Oh, fuck them. I don't consider them. Um, they new are a new metal. metal. They're totally a new metal band. Oh, man. I know I don't have them as number one, but yeah, equally bad. The worst. That song is the worst. It's one of the worst songs ever. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of the worst songs of that genre, too, because it was a. Uh, <clears throat> it's your. 
And what's the you know was we were talking about the glam bands, right? Yeah. Once the glam bands started to get into the just to be with you, you know, it's like it's over, dude. This whole thing is about to fucking blow, and it's because of shit like that. Because like you saw Crazy Town, and the Crazy Town was stupidly booked on Ozfest that year or after that year, and the crowds were wanted to rip their fucking heads off because they had no business being on Ozfest. Yeah. They're, I wouldn't. But if have you gone listen to, to their other shit, it's a thousand percent. You know, you may not think of that song as new metal, but trust me, their shit has rapping. It's got the guitars. It's it's new metal. It's new metal as fuck. Hmm. Okay. That band sucks. Yeah, that band sucks. And um, gotta well, what say, the fuck is your number one? This then? might be unpopular opinion, but oh, I mean, boy. Papa Roach, fuck them. I do not yeah, like I kept them. seeing them put in as new metal, and I guess they are. Because they, they had the whole screaming thing and, and the down-tuned guitars at one point. Can't remember what it was, but I, I thought of them as just another corn clone. And I was like, no, just stop. They were a little more, they were kind of one of those two. They are new metal, but they were more like a punkish band, you know, at their really? core. They weren't like a... They're in the new metal thing, but they were punk. They didn't really embrace any of the things. They weren't super down tuned, as far as I'm aware. Well, maybe I don't know if it was their first or second album, but they had the whole screaming thing, and then the uh, kind of the soft spoken, and then back to the screaming thing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I, I definitely thought it was Papa Roach. Oh yeah, I mean you're you're uh, you know Broken Home. Do you remember that song? Barely. <laughs> it's the dumbest song, dude. Broken home, all alone. Like, what? <laughs> You're like a grownish man, dude. Oh yeah, Seriously. like trying like, to capture that Jonathan Davis feel, man. Like, daddy, wipe, wipe the fucking mascara tears off of your face. <laughs> And fucking get over it. You're like 24, dude. Oh, man. So you were talking about Disturbed's first album, and I was like, all right, dude. Yeah, I remember that. I was gaming the other night. I was playing Rocket League, and I was like, I fucking hate Disturbed. They could have been on mine almost, but I was like, I'm going to listen to this first album, because Bobby Blade said he liked it. And there's a song in there like that. It makes me so uncomfortable. He's like, I don't know. It's like he's getting beat by his mom. Oh, he's like, no, mommy, don't do it again. I'll be a good boy. (laughs) Like people listen to this like through speakers, yeah, loud enough where other people can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I stick with my thing that disturbs sucks. Yeah, (laughs) you're probably right, and I'm just trying to romanticize it as that point in time where I was down with them because I haven't listened to them in so long. Yeah. I've been preparing. I've been listening to just, just new metal pretty much for the last couple of days. (laughs) All of it, dude, all the albums that I'm going to talk about as honorable mentions. I gave them a spin and went back and was like, fuck yeah, dude. So. Oh, well you did a lot more preparation than I did. I just, I'm remembering it from, like the last time I played it and that that wasn't very I mean it wasn't too long ago but it was not like last week or anything that's a reoccurring theme that's not against you that's against me that's my just anal 
completionist sort of thing is yeah. like everything i've over prepared as fuck for everything that we do on here <laughs> <laughs> i've like spent a lot of time like researching and shit like reading and like i'm like ready man. i could be like more prepared definitely i could stand to be more prepared you know we're just uh, two different kind of guys <laughs> yeah like the odd couple yeah Walter Matthau and places, and they hit each other. <laughs> uh, they were both in Grumpy Old Men too, right? Well, yeah, they were. Grumpy Old Men, one and two, well, lesser two, but definitely one. Holy shit! One of my favorite comedies. Yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah. And was it two takes place at Christmas? Or no, the first one takes place at Christmas. Yeah. I'm gonna have to so, go watch that again now. Funny as fuck. Drop that. Bitch. <laughs> Burgess Meredith is Gramps in that? He's the best, man. Anyway, yeah. sorry. This is in a movie podcast. That's the only kind of mod. I don't know. I need another movie podcast and a video game podcast. Yeah. You need. <clears throat> well, I wanted to be talking some shit about video games, but I digress from that. Yeah. Uh, if I if I'm just make enough money from podcasting, I'll do five shows a week. I'll add a video game show and a. And a movie show. <laughs> I'll be on the video game show. I'm already doing a movie show. Doing way more podcasts for free than I than I like it as it is. So, moving on from the worst to the best. This is going to be interesting. The good stuff. I know some of you. I know definitely one of yours. Possibly your number one. Just based on getting, you know, knowing you. And they're not on my top five at all. So that'll be interesting. But let's go. So, number five for me. I assure you this is not on your list. Finger 11. Never heard of them, so yeah, not on my list. I should have See, I should have sent these things to you. Well, if you know, you know. If you don't, you can listen to them. Finger 11 is a Canadian band. Their first two albums are some of my favorite records like just ever. I love them for some reason. And they're even their third album's really good. So I took it by the criteria of they have three albums I really like, and that put them ahead of bands who didn't make it. Because a lot of other bands have two albums I liked or one album I like. So, Finger Eleven, really good shit. Canadian, don't really have much screaming, more like yelling kind of, but really triumphant singing choruses. And I don't know, you probably wouldn't like them. <laughs> no, I probably would actually. Maybe I, I'm not all about the screaming. It's just that. Um some of the bands that I was more more in my orbit, they did like the screamed and then the soft vocals and so that was yeah. kind of the thing Tip is a great is a great album, then they followed it up with um, The Bluest of Grey Skies Grace the Blue Skies I think it's Grace the Blue Skies just really good shit, so yeah number 5, Finger 11 alright, well my number 5 is something that we both talked about I don't know if it was during the last podcast or afterward when we were just texting each other. Um, that is Nothing Face. Oh, yeah. Quite a few good albums there. Nothing Face is uh, my number one, actually. Oh, sweet. My number one favorite new metal band is Nothing Face. So there you go. Um, dude, great shit. I don't think to me they don't have a bad album. Uh Pacifier is great. All of it's great, man. I, I like all their albums. I think that they're really original, kind of, for new metal. Plus, they were super early. Their first album came out right around the time of the first Korn album. 
Yeah, that's right. Doesn't predate corn though, but I think they're a pioneer of the of the genre. I think the only thing that predates corn is Deftones. Does Deftones predate corn? I believe that they were the first ones to come out. Hmm. I don't know about that. That's interesting, I guess. Um, but yeah, nothing faced. And then I guess some of the guy died recently, didn't he? I think he did. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. But I, I always liked them. I think they're... Uh... An old wine cabinet said to be possessed by a demon which invokes nightmares and physical harm. An island full of giant rabbits said to appear once every seven years off the coast of Ireland. A rural family that in the dead of winter walked one by one into their barn, but never walked out. The world is full of fascinating mysteries, and the Blurry Photos podcast sheds light on the darkest corners of the unknown. With a new storytelling-focused format, Blurry Photos brings legends to life and examines if there's any fact behind the supposed fictions. Join me, David Flora, as I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored on the Blurry Photos podcast. So, but we can't say the things that we normally say on our podcast. That is correct. So I couldn't say something like beep. And like I, d- I definitely couldn't say beep, 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 and the, the beep. I am not doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> too late. He's too deep in. Anyway, this is Alex Austin from Ronan Geek Official Podcast. And in the room with me today, I have... Plebeian Pirate Adam. And? And just Rob. And just Rob. And we are here to advertise Ronan Geek Official Podcast. We are a geek news and comedy podcast direct out of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. So if you want some Canadian flavor on your geek comedy news, make sure to give us a listen each week for gaming, movies, and TV. We'll give you some reviews. We'll give you some spoilers and we'll give you probably a lot of other stuff you didn't ask for so (laughs) so join us wherever you find your podcast and we look forward to having you listen to us yay see here we're gonna find out about the deftones corn thing that is an an interesting uh idea is like who is the the first one i don't know if you can really it said it was formed in 1988 Deftones? Yeah. I'd like to hear what those fuckers were doing then. Yeah, and then it said after the lineup settled in 93, the band secured a recording contract with Maverick Recordings and released Adrenaline in 95. Now, did you remember Adrenaline? I think Adrenaline was one of those type of uh, in a bleach or a Nirvana bleach or a Nirvana incesticide type of deal where we went back to it. Like, I don't remember Adrenaline making any kind of splash. It was Around the Fur when that band popped. Yeah. But then after Around the Fur is when I went back and bought Adrenaline, and I was like, holy shit, this is really good. Oh, yeah, right. I'm just saying it was kind of a retro thing, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's very interesting. I guess Korn's first album's 94. Yeah. They're self-titled. I don't know that it hit that early, at least for me around here, but... Maybe not. I remember in 95, like I said, I was driving around in my buddy's car and he had a tape with three corn songs on it. And the first time I heard it, I was just enthralled. I was like, holy shit, this is good. This is really fucking good. It's like nothing I've ever heard before. Yeah. Uh, Pacifier 
from uh, Nothing Face came out in 97, so a little bit later. Mm, okay. But very good shit, man. Uh, and I, I think they're kind of underrated, you know? I, I don't think... I, mean, I was interested. I was, like, preparing to send you Nothing Face shit. Like, this is going to be in my list, though. you got to listen to it. And you're like, oh, dude, that's on mine. I yeah. was really surprised. I, I have all their albums, so, yeah, I'm totally prepared. Yeah, dude. Very good. Uh, so what number was that? I'm sorry. I'm looking uh, at other shit. We're going to number four. We're uh, going to number four. Yep. You can't stop us now, no matter how you try. Rage Against the Machine for me. Uh, I would never consider them new metal. I think they were their own genre, man. No. Holy shit. Like, that would be rap metal to me or something. I don't even rap know. Metal, rap metal is new metal. It is? Sure it is. Okay, well... I guess Rage Against the Machine. Fuck yeah. I can't can't fault you for that, bro. Do you, you can you swap yours around? <laughs> you like, didn't think of Rage? Yeah, definitely, man. They have the heavy guitars, rap. They're definitely new metal. Now, they were around that time too, right? 94? Oh, yeah. they 93 even, I think, man. Like, when, when did the first Rage album come out? I am Let's looking see. it up. We need a producer who looks these things. I up. know, right? Got to hire somebody and not pay them. I'm so baked, I can't type anything. <laughs> so I like search for it, and then it's like, wow, that didn't come up with anything. Oh shit! No, but dude, Rage Against Machine is fucking ninety-two, great. brother. Ninety-two. Yeah, dude. It probably even says, uh, yeah. I mean, they're definitely new metal. I would argue that one to the to the death. Okay, I like if it had just rap, like because. Zach De La Rocha is very, you know, he's very different. He differentiates the band sound and everything from anything else that was completely around at that time. And so I was just like, oh, these guys are, you know, their own thing. And whereas, yeah. like, you have bands like Head PE or Downset who incorporated a lot of that stuff into it, but. I would throw those more in the line of new metal bands because they also had like that funk influence and all, all the other weird shit that gets thrown in there. Oh, dude, down yeah, Downset's definitely a new metal band in my book. Yeah, well, that I had to ask you about that because I wasn't sure. I would say they are. Um, what the fuck is with these? Uh, like the discography is like not linked on these goddamn pages. It's so stupid. Are you on the Wikipedia? Oh, no, I'm looking at something else now. Oh, just saw it click on the names on Wikipedia, and it brings you right to the discography. Right, right, right. Now I was trying to see, like, who, if, who people consider the first new metal band. Oh, okay. But no less. Yeah, so I got Rage Against the Machine. First album's great. The Evil Empire, that was the first one I got uh, back in the day. Well, I, I think when Bulls on Parade hit, and like I got Evil Empire, and then I went back to the first album and shit. Like that's great. Um, the only thing with that band is they didn't do a lot. They kind of would like take a long time between albums. And yeah, and they only actually... actually did three, I think. There was the self-titled. There was uh, Evil Empire. And then there was Battle of Los Angeles, and the last one was like covers. It's true. You know, one other thing about them is that they didn't play a lot of live shows. Oh, they were very rare. Like, they didn't play that much. So that's interesting. Yeah, Battle, well, they did Battle Los Angeles. Yeah, then a cover album. Yeah, that's it. And then they were done. Yeah, they were done. Uh, 
It's unfortunate. And then they were going to do this tour, and they got a lot of unjust shit from people about it. People were bitching, like, oh, tickets cost this much? Oh, I thought Rage... Like, dude, they're still going to make fucking money. Yeah. The fuck out of here, dude. You can be <laughs> anti-capitalism and anti-the fucking shit and still get money. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Shit. What do you think? People are just going to... They're going to say, oh, come to my show for free. And why don't we... Tom Morello's supposed to live in a fucking tent in the woods for these <laughs> motherfuckers? Get out of here, dude. He's going to be like Tom Green and drive around the country in a van. There you go. That's my uh, my number four. All right. My number four is uh, another thing that blew me away. I believe it was either 97 or 98. Uh, the first Cold Chamber album. And... Uh, after that, it was love at first listen, man. All the time, just playing loco, me loco. I saw them on that tour, but so they're one, how, they're one of your favorites. Yeah. How many albums of theirs do you like? I like uh, the first one. I like chamber music, and that's it. Two albums. And yeah. That far up on your list. All right. All right. All right. I hated that second album. Oh, and you then, didn't like chamber music? No, I didn't like it then, and I listened to it recently. I don't like it now either. <laughs> First one's great, though. I well, think on the on the third album, Dez was doing his Devil Driver mode, and he was just like, I don't want to be in this band anymore. So he started just uh, not doing not doing the usual Cold Chamber type stuff. Yeah. Second album, they tried to like, oh, we have to expand it and whatever, and I just I didn't get into it at all. I thought it was still pretty new metal, though. I saw him on tour for that first album, like when they were still barely fucking breaking. I mean, they were they were out shit, but they were opening on some tour, and we saw him on a side, you know, a side date where they headlined. Yeah, but it was it was on that first album. It was ninety six, probably ninety seven, probably ninety seven. Okay, early ninety seven. Now, do you remember him. when they had that beef with ICP? They were on tour with them, and uh, ICP and Sharon Osbourne were on the Howard Stern show and ICP was completely shitting on them. They're like, yeah, we've got these goth kids who got their mascara all over the fucking stage and this and that, man. And like Sharon Osbourne was yelling at uh, ICP. It was fucking funny, dude. Yeah, they had a big rival because she was their manager and it was like, I don't know how that ever happened where they got her as their manager, but it's like, that was the greatest idea ever. I wonder how much she took those motherfuckers for. <laughs> Oh man! Well, considering that they only made what was it three albums, and then some shit went down, and then their newest album sounds like a, a lost Devil Driver album. It doesn't sound like anything else. You've heard Rivals, right? Uh, Rivals is that their newer album? Yeah, that's the new Cold Chamber album's out like maybe three years ago. Hmm. I think I gave it a shot. I didn't really. It must not have done anything for me. Yeah, it. I don't know. It didn't have the same sound. It just wasn't there. But anyway, yeah. So, um, what's your number three? My number three is uh, Slipknot. Oh, ice. I mean, I, I ranked a lot of the shit. Like I said, is how many albums of theirs I liked, and how much I like them and everything so yeah these guys I like every album of Slipknot really mm -hmm. like if I'm honest so 
I still like them. I still like they put it. I thought that last time they put out, I fucking I dug it. I don't know. Something that you know gets a, a bad rap from uh, middle guys, but I always liked them. I saw them a couple of years ago live and the show was fucking crazy and awesome and so yeah i like slipknot dude I don't know. oh yeah they're different they've always been different and that's why they do a lot of different shit you know yeah i mean like when they first came out i was like uh the masks and the whole thing like i still think that's stupid um but it works you know it's i just always thought it was like a ploy you know and dude we'll talk about it with all these other new metal bands we're going to talk about yeah they all had them but so, they, yeah, but uh, overall, you just can't take it away. They're one of the bigger, legit metal bands on the, you know. Yeah, they're kind of Metallica status right now. They're well-known. They do a lot of touring, and everybody knows who they are. Dude, I saw them. Uh, I saw them here. Like, it was a packed fucking house, man. It was, you know, I mean, it was a big-ass... I mean, more than a lot of people that I've seen here draw. Like, they drew more than... Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson did around the same time. Wow. Yes, Slipknot's so, big, man. They're really big. Yeah. Especially like our age group, like and everybody was in Slipknot, I think. So Yeah. Around that time we were looking for something new. Yeah, and that was like the more of the example of new metal where you hear it and it was just like, wow, this is awesome. A couple of my friends went to uh Ozfest at that time and they didn't even know who they were and saw them on the second stage. And came back like, fuck this band, dude. So, I get it. <clears throat> you see them live, they got the mask, they're going fucking ape shit, they're hitting kegs and all that nonsense. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. That's mine. Yeah, so, um, unlike yours, it's not about the albums, it's, it's the impact that it had on me at that time of listening. And so my number three is Mudvayne. And I can listen to all their albums. It's the later albums that really lose me. But I'd say the first, mm, the first EP, uh, LD Fifty, and the the beginning of all the end of all things to come are my three favorites. Where it just like it just hits me. The music gets me. The vocals are everything is on point, and it's just like right there. And I can listen to that and kind of go back in time and feel the same way that I felt. The first time I listened to them, I, I like those dudes. I guess I mean I like the LD50, and then the one after that, as you mentioned, uh, and the stuff previous is good. Too. I agree with this, the same amount of albums. I like those too. They were big to a lot of people. I know, like my uh, my homie Matt, he just posted his on my page. I don't know if you saw it, but like to those guys, a lot of dudes I've been in bands with, like they fucking love Mudvayne. And I was like, eh. yeah. So a lot of people get into that shit, for sure. Yeah, and LD50 is a great album. I'll give oh, you that. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Where and the one got... after that's pretty good too, even though it kind of changed how we sang. Yeah, but it was very dark, and that's what I liked about it. Yeah, I'll give you that because that was the thing with like LD50 was very just like goofy, like that dig song. I fucking can't stand that song. It's like it was written in a laboratory. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, if they had better computer technology, it's like they fed all the things of new metal. You know, into it, weird science style into a computer, and it yeah. shat out fucking boom, 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 boom. You know? <laughs> and then with um, Terrence McKenna or Timothy Leary doing the little uh, interludes and everything. I don't think it was right. Timothy Leary. I believe it was Terrence McKenna. It was like the happiest fucking metal song. <laughs> this is like 
it's just so fucking happy it's weird oh shit you know what was cool though it was like that one point in the song where it was like let me help you walk the wrong way off the ledge let me help to hold the gun against your head I was like oh shit man this is fucking crazy I don't think it came on I remember at the time too like hating them at first before like having to admit that I like the LD50 but they first came on like oh Gary these guys are fucking face painted it's just like <laughs> the gimmicks killed me in new metal it really did I love it that they only did it for one album though and they changed their names for that album too yeah. like I think yeah. the, the lead singer's name was Gerg or some shit <laughs> it was just oh uh, yeah I mean it kind of adds to the concept album I guess yeah, yeah I'm glad they did ditch it because it would be fucking silly otherwise there you go mud vein uh my number two is uh probably a surprise to some seven dust seven dust oh yeah they're good man i'm a big fan of seven dust they have a few albums uh that i think are really fucking good but i like i like pretty much every seven dust album some of their newer albums you know, I, I mean i like that shit honestly i'm a big fan of the first two albums like haven't listened to anything past that but the first two I really got into 13 studio albums from fucking wow. Seven Dust they've been hard at work yeah definitely uh, but albums like dude Animosity is a tremendous album it's one of those that album actually for me is one of those like albums that it puts you at a time you know what I'm saying? Like, I throw animosity in, and it just takes me right to that fucking where I was. So. But uh, Seasons, Next. I remember seeing them. I saw them on the, the Next tour. They opened with my favorite song off that album, so. Very good. Yeah. I like the uh, I like Seven Dust. Yeah, Seven Dust. Good choice. They're not bad choice, man. They're, they're not in the low tier. <laughs> there you go. If it's in your... Yeah, if it's in your fucking bottom five, we'd be in trouble. I almost expected it. I was nah, waiting man. I, I like was I was a Seven Dust fan, so yeah. I definitely was not in the bottom. But like I said, I like tons of their albums. I pretty much like all their shit, so uh, they get number two. Yeah. Good shit, man. Well, you'll... My number two and my number one, you'll know, because... Of course you do. I, I sent you the list. Um, uh, I, I don't know about that, but I just I knew your number one based on our other previous discussions anyway. Oh, well, I had sent you the list before, but it was just missing number five. But oh. anyway, my number two is Deftones. Yeah. I still think, even though they're completely different from what they were before, they're still uh, good. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah, I think uh, for me, like White Pony is the, the high point. Uh, and then around probably like around the fur and shit like that. Around the fur is great. Even though what's before that? I forgot what's the album before that. Adrenaline. Oh, Adrenaline. Yeah, that's good. That's great, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the one album had me scratching my head, which was Gore. And uh, after that, with Diamond Eyes and everything. And well, no, actually, Diamond Eyes came first and then it was Gore. And then the new one, which I forgot the name of, but it's still good, man. I, I'm, I'm into it. I saw people, you know, even like older dudes like us saying like, oh, man, you got to check out the the new seven or the new uh, 
new album's fucking awesome, and I I listened to it. I didn't really get into it that much. I mean, I'm not going to shit my pants over it saying best album ever, but it's I liked it for what it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Was it on here where I talked about that? Yeah, it was. Back in episode two or something. Yeah, a guy who's 50 years old and like chubby and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. at what point can you no longer <laughs> stand in front of a microphone in front of a crowd of people and go, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love the Death Tones, don't get me wrong. <laughs> It's just weird. It's chubby and 50. <laughs> well, look at uh, Dino Cazares from Fear Factory, man. Okay, but, well, but he's not out there going, man. <laughs> that's true. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's like the whole point. It's not that he's fat. It's the fact that he's fat and going, <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me over here. So that's, yeah, but I do like them. I love the berry shit that I like anyway. Yeah. Well, my number one was Nothing Face, so we already did that. Okay, Nothing Face. Yeah. My number one is Corn. I think we've already gotten into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they are the, you know, there would be a lot of people's number one. I totally get it. Yeah. Because a lot of people would think that. I guess Korn was the first or their first introduction into what is called new metal. Yeah. Yeah. It influenced a ton of motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, like I know dudes who are almost 40 years old now and they're in, they're in metal bands and shit and there's still the Korn influence there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as like gear and shit, like I don't do a bunch of guys. They play triple mate. Um, Mesa Triple Rex, which I believe Corn did, right? Then they start that whole thing. I don't know. I never paid attention to the gear. I think they did. And we're back in the day when we were still rocking like six strings or baritones tuned down and shit. Like they all of a sudden they were had the seven strings and shit. Okay. I don't know. Corn is fucking huge. Yeah, they and they it, had a lot of fusion in um, different styles and everything when they first started. Yeah. I for me. It's three albums that I would say that I like actually like really like. I don't know about any of the other ones would be very meh for me. First hmm. one, Life is Peachy is the best one in my opinion. And I, I didn't like their third album. I thought it was a fucking cocaine bullshit album. And then the fourth issues I think is great. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I liked everything except for their two experimental albums, which was like the song with Twisted Transistor and then the Untitled album, both of those I was not into. I mean, I, I'm still a completionist, and so I bought them, but I, I They wasn't... also have, where did they use like a dubstep album at some point? Yeah, I thought that was good. I liked that, actually. It's just weird. Where It had like weird electronic music with guitars, and I'm a big fan of EDM and everything, and so I guess that's why it got to me. I was like, oh, hey, I like this. It depends how you view it, right? Part of it could go like, oh, they're, you know, doing this. But the other part of me was a bunch of old dads. Like, what's popular now? Like, oh, we could fucking jump on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I took it at the time. I was just like, they're going to do dubstep now because that's popular, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm glad that they didn't stick with it. I I think it was just, uh, hey, let's uh, do something fun and different. (laughs) 
and then you know go do another album yeah i'd have to really go back and listen to some of like the other albums uh i really dropped off on them that third one i heard you chuckle when i was calling it a fucking coke record that's not a lot of this dude is it the um is it the follow the leader yeah, follow the leader. Okay, I thought you meant Corn Three. Remember who you are. <laughs> oh no! What the fuck? That, that one was supposed to be the. Uh, that was supposed to be their third album, I guess. And the style that they wrote it was meant to be like you listen to album one, Life Is Peachy, and then the third one. Like I guess they wanted you to listen in that order, but it's like Corn uh, Three didn't come out until 2010. So it's fucking weird. Why didn't you do that album then if that's what you wanted to fucking do? <laughs> Instead of doing an album that was just like, we're making tons of money right now and doing coke and these songs have no fucking balls to them. They're upbeat. They're happy because these guys are driving around in sports cars doing blow. You know, they're having yeah. the time of their life. God, the life. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> that whole album to me is just very cocaine and there's no real substance to it. It's all just surface to me. Yeah. I can see that because it was definitely different. It didn't have the same feel that the other ones had. Yeah, I like Life is Peachy because it's dark and it's just fucking heavy as shit. Good God. That song is my favorite corn song. And uh, go figure that my favorite corn song is the heaviest corn song. But (laughs) that song fucking rips. So, Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong, dude. You're not wrong. All right. And we've done the bottom. We've done the top. Let's talk about the big fat fucking middle. I have honorable mentions for days, dude. dude. So we may as well just go through it. I'm sure we'll bring up, you know, a bit of the bands that we're going to talk about. So uh, I guess Cold Chamber was one of mine. We talked about them, Mudvayne. Um, how about, you may not think of them as new metal, but they are Romstein. Romstein. I was in a quandary about that because on one hand, I was like, well, they came out around the same time. They had that very definitive sound it was a little bit electronic it was very heavy and so i was like should i consider them new metal or not it was also equal parts homoerotic (laughs) (laughs) but i liked it anyway so that's like that says something right (laughs) i don't know it was so good that i allowed it to be homoerotic (laughs) like still oh man yeah so romstein yeah i would definitely put those on there Dig, uh, especially their big album that had you know Du Hast and Book Dish. Yeah, that was the first Dish. album I heard. Was that their first album, or did they have something before that? Oh, they have a bunch of shit before that, dude. Okay. Yeah, I actually went back and like it's pretty cool. Go to Spotify and go pre that album. They have some really interesting shit. So cool. I'm gonna check that out. But that even to like later albums, you know, like that fucking America song. It's so great. It's so just like fuck america but in the most interesting way possible <laughs> you know yeah all living in america like just coca-cola is a lyric in it you know it's fucking funny it's just uh sounds like to an untrained ear like it's very pro-america but really it's just a fucking mockery <laughs> <laughs> you get the maga hats where because i mean the, the idiots were dancing to rage against the machine in the street uh, so imagine them playing that Rammstein song while they're dancing in the street and it's like I fucking love Coca-Cola man America we're all about America here I don't drink well the only thing I drink is Coca-Cola man wake up Coca-Cola got Coca-Cola in my blood <laughs> that's right my grandpappy said 
I drink so much Coca-Cola, it may as well be my blood. That's right. I bleed the red, white, and blue of Coca-Cola. I saw this guy. Uh, I was driving home with my fucking pizza today, and there's this big fucking truck behind me, like tires sticking out, you know, just big sister fucker truck. And it had two flagpoles mounted on the back with no flags on it. And I was like, you suck my fucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't got no flags with a bowl, do you, boy? (laughs) They got ripped down. Uh, Yeah, and Ross, they're like, did you ever see their videos, their music videos that are banned, but they're just pornography? They're just like the singer, just like the fucking wailing chicks? Like, (laughs) what? Dude, what? I would liken that to um, almost the weird kind of videos that Nine Inch Nails had come out with for Closer to God or oh, even uh, Tool when they did the Stink Fist video. Is that the video that was would float around on VHS and it was like uh, that one torture dude? Yeah, it was it was weird shit, man. Yeah, that, that guy, I saw a documentary on that dude who he just did a ton of like self-torture art shit. But I remember seeing that fucking video back in the day and being like young and then being like, holy fuck, man. I've never seen shit like that a dude just chained up like being fucking tortured like oh yeah fuck. and there was one part where uh, he his he had his nuts nailed to a fucking ladder or something yeah and that's just that's what that dude did that was insanely disturbing i don't know i don't know the name of the documentary offhand but uh should look into it it's definitely worth watching to anybody listening uh so yeah there's that but dude yeah you have music videos where you're like fucking chicks what? Yeah, I think naked. Prodigy did like that too. Naked in your videos? That's crazy. Yeah. I know Prodigy had that for, not Firestarter, but there was another, Smack My Bitch Up. They had an uncensored version that MTV would play at around midnight. And it, it was just like all sex and titties and everything. <laughs> that Romstein one, you have to like look on porn sites to watch it. It's great. So yeah, there you go. Uh, what are throw some other bands? You want me to keep going? I got a bunch of bands to throw Oh uh, yeah, well I'll go. I've got, um, the first two albums from Nonpoint, man. Definitely down with those. Yup. Agreed. Those aren't mine, too. Especially the first one. But uh, the second one, I'll, I'll give a pass to as well. Yeah. Those were some good new metal right there. Yeah, I'll still rock that first Nonpoint album. Throw What A Day on and like, <laughs> this is good. What a day, what a day. Yes, yeah, like I can get on this, dude. Uh, Nonpoint, yeah, definitely. Um, Here's one. I don't know Spanish, but I know how to sing along to Puya. Oh, hey, we both got the same on our honorable mentions, man. I've got Puya here. Dude, fundamental, especially. Yeah. Yeah. That album is so tremendous, man. It goes down to the fucking salsa, you know, and builds up to the metal. And they've got like the suicidal tendencies, guitar solos. and like this fucking it rules. Was, dude, it was so good, man. I remember hearing that. I was like. I knew a little bit of Spanish at that time, but not enough to sing along with it. But it was fucking awesome. I just sing along with because, like, from listening to it, I don't know what the I'm just mimicking what he does. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but, yeah man, spe- but especially Puyo. fundamental. That album fucking rules. I think that was the only one I ever bought. I didn't buy anything else after that. Yeah. That's how big new metal was. You know? People are like, like, how about this band there? They only do shit in Spanish. New Metal's like, ah, get the fuck in here. <laughs> it's like, let's got, sign everybody that sounds like this. You've got bouncy-ass fucking heavy riffs and shit. Like, yeah. 
That album's good. I suggest that to anybody. Yeah. And um, I love it when one. it breaks down into the salsa, like you said. Chimera? Ah, see? Nah. I don't hate them, but hmm, they didn't even get an honorable mention from me. I really like their first album, even if some of it's repetitive, because they will play a part to fucking death, that band. Like, how many times should we do this part? 24, dude. <laughs> yeah, what? 24? I heard they were coming back. I mean, you know, sure. They had that album, and they had a second album where they had a bunch of uh, guitar players do solos on, this, on the album. Because they don't have a lead guy. So I think Carrie King and I think maybe Dimebag even plays a solo on like their second album. Maybe not Dimebag. I would uh, Stain, dude. Uh, yeah. The, their first album and then the second major label debut, which was Dysfunctional, definitely rock those. Like Tormented and Dysfunction. Yeah. I like Dysfunction. I even like, uh, what's the one after that? Break the Cycle. Break the Cycle. I like Break the Cycle, too, actually. It was okay. It was definitely softer and kind of not my cup of tea, but I appreciated a few songs from it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So yeah, stained. Uh, we were talking yesterday about Power Man Five Thousand. Oh yeah, the, our favorite album is um, Mega, Mega Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Radio. Radio, dude. Yes. What's the one before that? That's a good album too. The one previous. The blood splatter rating system, something like that. I believe it was. Mm. That's like a little less refined, so it's not as good as Mega Kung Fu Radio. But then they just go fucking off the wall. I remember at the time reading in like probably Hit Parader, <laughs> where it's like, oh, they got rid of their custom percussion guy, but got another guitarist and thinking like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> and then the next album. Oh, this yeah. is what you're doing now? What about when they, did, when they did the... It was right after uh, somewhere on the other side of nowhere. They were like builders of the future and just went completely off the fucking rails, man. Yeah. My buddy Nick was in that band for a while. What year? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Like probably up until five years ago. Oh, shit. Oh, is his name Nick Nick Quijano? Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got him listed here on the wiki. Oh, did they buy that? Um, on, on the timeline. Because I know he was a, had a name. He was like Scissors or something in that band. Because they all have names, you know, because they're from outer space. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say Does, anything Is, is like his that. name they, clickable or no? Uh, nope, it's just in black. It's He's in no some link. other fucking washed up new metal band for a while. Hold on, let me see if... Um... He's in a band now, too, um, with his hot-ass wave. Mm. Yeah, no, I can't find anything clickable on here. Playing shows, they used to be like him and his brothers. Brothers are on. His brother's a drummer. Um, he was in fucking. He was in there, but uh, yeah, this doesn't really say what else he. He was in some other new middle bands. I don't know. Oh wow! So okay, yeah, the Blood Splat rating system that was '95, and then Mega Kung Fu Radio came out in '97. Um. But they've got a lot of the same songs. So apparently... Yeah, they're like demo versions. Yeah. You see that, you know, a lot of bands who have a more indie release and then kind of redo the songs. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So that 
And like it's released, they're releasing that as a double album where it's uh, the Blood Splat rating system slash Mega Kung Fu Radio. And so it's like a two disc release. Oh, yeah. I would always tell Nick, I'm like, dude, talk to him and fucking convince him to do a Mega Kung Fu Radio tour. You know, like, fuck all this other bullshit, dude. Do a tour of that album. And I'm telling you, people will come to it. Yeah, that was their best. I mean, they had a lot of fusion from everything in that. Where like they, he did like a, a spider, did a little bit of like not rapping, but it sounded like spoken word kind of slam poetry shit or whatever. But it was fucking good, man. It is really good. Yeah, I remember. I think I first heard those guys on the Ozfest '96 disc right, with the organized eyes. Oh shit! I was just in a store and I saw the album cover. I was like, yeah, this looks pretty fucking cool. I'll buy it. The oh, dreaming? hey, that's Rob Zombie's little brother. Okay. What band is this? Oh, yeah, The Dreaming. He used to be in that band. It was a band founded by the uh, old singer of Stabbing Westward. Oh. Now, I like He's... Stabbing Westward's uh, Wither, Blister, Burn, and Peel, and that's the only one I like. Yeah, Nick Nick played guitar well, for just like a year or two. So he's from here. It's cool that he moved out. He ended up in California, like playing with all these different people. His new band's called Hail Sagan. If you're into that, like I said, his wife uh, sings it and she's a boner factory. <laughs> Hail Sagan. Yeah. So there you go. That's cool. That the shit's good. Um, here's maybe people will find this surprising. Spine Shake for their first two albums. Ah, yeah, I remember that. I saw them. I had no idea who they were. And I saw them open for... God damn, who, who the fuck was that? I'm trying to... I don't even remember who they opened for. Oh, System of a Down, I think. No shit. And I saw System of a Down on tour for the... Like, they broke off from that Slayer tour, which was like their first national tour. After uh, that came out, was the Slayer was on tour with Diabolus. So they broke off and had a headlining show, and we went to that. And it was with Spine Shank. Sweet. I think. Pretty sure. But yeah, Spine Shank's first album is really awesome, man. I really like that. And even the second one, they kind of went for a, a, like an industrial type of thing. And I still think that album's great, too. Ooh. What do you think what about Blood Simple? Hmm? What do you think about Blood Simple? All them mentioned as a new metal band but i don't know I, that's a stretch for me i mean if they're a new metal band fine but i love i like uh, i like them because i like their singer and uh yeah he was in vision, vision of disorder, of disorder yeah. bands ever um but yeah they only had two albums so i mean you can't really get too far with them on that but i thought they were good yeah spine shank 98 strictly diesel and uh 2000 the height of callousness those are the best albums I think but those even, are the only two that I've heard. They put out other ones. I heard some of their shit recently, and I thought it was, like, pretty decent. You know, it was all right. So, sorry, I got distracted. What were you taught? What band did you bring up? Oh, I just brought up Blood Simple. Oh, Blood Simple, yeah. yeah. That dude's from Vision of Disorder, and that's one of my favorite fucking bands. Yeah. Hardest shit. Uh, so, Head P.E., Early, at least that early, my album from 97 they're self-titled yeah they're self-titled definitely I would put that in the honorable mention category dude that album's great after that they went sideways but I, I love that album 
if I drop the bomb, pick it up. Remember that shit? Oh, man. It's a yeah. good-ass album. What, what about all that other weird stuff they had going on, like, after the songs were over, where they just had a bunch of different sound effects and, like, breakdowns and weird stuff? Yeah, I, I was fucking in bands. I did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, let's try to make as much noise as possible. We, we put out a whole... My band, Omnipotent Belligerence, put out a whole fucking album that is all connected. And every track, if you listen to it beginning to end, every track before it starts has a countdown. Right? So if you if you flip through the CD at every track, it's a beginning of a song. But if you listen to the album together, it actually does countdowns of like shit at the end before the track. And it's all connected. So if you didn't listen to the very end of the previous song, you'd miss this shit that connects it, you know? Uh, you got to send me those MP3s, man. Yeah, I don't have them. <laughs> they're out there. Oh, they're it's out on, there? Uh, it's out there, yeah. It's on YouTube and shit. I'll look that shit up, man. I definitely want to check that out. Like a band camp of it. They were artsy motherfuckers like that, too. <laughs> Ooh, what's that called? Avant Guard? Something like that. Let's have a, There you go. That'd be a positive way to say it. <laughs> Yeah, that first had to be album's great. Um, dude, I'd say Linkin Park. I'm surprised you didn't put them on your worst. Uh, well, because I did like the first Linkin Park record. I liked the first two. All the way to Meteora. I think Meteora is like the high watermark of that band. What was the... I thought Meteora was the second one. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I know what the self-titled I was into, and then Meteora, it started to get really old. I was like, ah, oh, this is just the same shit over and over again, man. I don't want to hear that. Oh, that would be one. Um, you mentioned Downset. Yeah. Do we speak a dead language? Is like the album to me, '96. Yep, that's the same one I'm thinking of too. <clears throat> that's that's the fucking one, dude. Snot definitely got to put them on there. Yep. I was just listening to that the other day. That they have one album and it's fucking great. It's maze balls. Tell the people mm. how you feel. Fuck the record. Fuck the people. Yeah, dude. That's really good shit. Yeah. Uh, Down the Sun. Oh, fuck. I still have that official album, dude. Yeah, they have one another one of those bands. One album. Yep, one album bands. They're very, very slip-naughty, aren't they? Yeah. But my, I still like them. I my like that favorite is a Pure American Filth and Lucas Tool. Or what? People in that band? No, the the songs. Pure American Filth and oh, the, the song Lucas Tool. Yeah. I like that whole album. Very good. Yeah. Um, here's another. Here's one of those like super obscure fucking bands from the genre. Taproot. Oh, okay. I've yeah, never got into them, but I have heard like their, maybe their first record, I think. Gift from 2000. I That's the only shit for me. I like that album. I think it's fucking good. It's yeah. got some like super triumphant choruses and shit. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. I'm a sucker for a triumphant chorus. Yeah. What about Static X? Yeah. I love the first album, I guess. I always had a beef with that band, I guess. I don't know. Wisconsin like, Death Trip. Yeah, I, I like that record. Um, when we opened for Soulfly, like whatever, recent, so, a couple years back, five, six, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> The, the, the bass player of Static X is playing bass. He plays. I think he still plays bass for Soulfly. 
American Head Charge, The War of Art, their first album, I think is a super underrated album. Good as fuck. We played, we opened for those guys that they were getting ready to launch their second uh, album. And they were just like motley crew in it, you know, just <laughs> off the fucking rails, assholes, motherfuckers, just like all the worst things you could imagine. Oh, shit. And uh, then like two weeks later, one of their guys died in their bus. Dude, they were fucking out of their minds. They were just like in it for the drugs. I don't know about that. I just think like their first album is tremendous. And then I think they just fell to the trappings, you know? Yeah. As a lot of people do, you fall to that shit. And they were just off the fucking rails. Dudes are guzzling vodka and shit at like two o'clock in the afternoon during loading. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And. Oddly, I don't know how they ever had that spot, but Candiria was opening on that. We it was us, Candiria, and then American Head Charge, and we're huge nerds for Candiria. Three hundred percent density is one of my favorite albums ever. So we're just like, uh, like hard erections in our pants because we're playing with Candiria, and Candiria is right there. Did you guys go get an autograph? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think we played it so cool that we never said a fucking word to them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But even though 300% density, the album before that, at that time they were kind of going for a, they put out a new metal-ish album, like What Doesn't Kill You. But I actually really love that album too. But the singer started singing all of a sudden, you know, that happened a lot to a lot of metal bands, right? Where all of a sudden the singer, like Earth Crisis, the dude's trying to sing all of a sudden. like Oh, yeah. Goes from screaming to singing. Like, you didn't sing before, and it's weird. Well, yeah, because Earth Crisis was more like hardcore. That's a whole other show, too. Yeah, right? we of, definitely got to do a hardcore show, man. Well, no, I'm saying, well, that's you. But also a new metal. There's a whole avenue of new metal where good bands put out new metal albums that were trash. Because they were all of a sudden, they just didn't, like Machine Head, they put out the Burning Red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they went from being a cool-ass band to, like, rapping and shit. It was just so heavy-handed. Like, hey, we're trying to jump on this thing. Gross. Yeah, because I thought of Machine Head as, like, almost thrash metal, but, a li- like, they were just a heavy band. Yeah. Yeah. Their first two albums are boner factories, man. Burn my eyes, the more things change. Yeah. Those albums are amazing. Just I can't even say how much I fucking love them, but then the burning red with rapping. Well, they're still weird though. Like, I think the latest album they put out has uh, children singing on it, or the last one that I heard is like "We Will Overcome" or something like that. Man, I don't know. It's just I was not into it. It It's like yeah, they suck for a while, and then like the blackening I think is a pretty cool album. But yeah, they they're sketchy. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the first American Head Charger. You ever heard those guys? No, I don't believe I have. You, you, I should make. I'll make sure to send that one to you. Yeah, we I gotta make a playlist, good. man. A playlist. <laughs> Just throw all the all the honorable mentions onto the playlist. Just like these albums that I'm talking about. Yeah, I could make a. You know, I could definitely make a playlist of my. Of like a one album from each of the each of my fucking honorable mentions. Yeah, that would that would be cool. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, and yeah, you can. We'll link it in the 
Well, I'd have to do it before we finish. Yeah, we'll we'll link it. Well, this we'll will, link it this in will there. be going um, out next week. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll link it the playlist in there, and from there you can follow me. There's other playlists from previous episodes of the show. Our top five death metal albums of the '90s. There's all ten of them there together. Bunch of different shit. So you can follow me. Send me shit. Yeah. See you. Me listening to weird shit. We've got to come up with some more playlists. I have more honorable mentions. I do too. Flaw. As I mentioned, Flaw, their album, the album Through the Eyes from 2001, is fucking tasty. I like it. Never heard of them. I'm sorry, sir. They kind of have a Disturbed thing, but I always like that Disturbed was a, a ripoff of them, but it turns out they're a little after Disturbed, so I don't know, but... I'm going to have to check those guys out. But they're definitely different than Disturbed, but I can see similarities. I'm out of a beverage, and I can hardly even fucking talk. My voice is <laughs> my voice is quitting. Oh, go get a drink, man. Sliding over to get a drink. And we're back. And we're back. We are back in town. What else you got? Um, I have got Motograder. I've listened to those guys. Now it's uh it's Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch before Five Finger Death Punch. I'm pretty sure I saw them back in the day. Or something. Hmm. I am not familiar at all. How many what albums are good? Tell us. Uh they only did one album. Oh okay. <laughs> With Ivan Moody anyway. <laughs> uh the new Motigrator stuff, they've got a different singer and it's completely different. But yeah, the original Motigrator with Ivan Moody in it. It's a lot of, uh, it sounds like what Five Finger Death Punch should have become, maybe. You know, they had the the new metal kind of sound. They had, <sighs> it's, it's hard to describe. Like, you've heard Five Finger Death Punch songs, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, just picture the first album and how... Like how rocking it was without all the sing-songy stuff where they had more of the screamed vocals and just a little bit of the Fear Factory-esque light vocals. And like that's what Motigrator was, basically. Mm. There you go. I'm so, I was thought that shit sounded cock-rocky to me. I just thought they came from like... Because that one singer guy, he looked old as fuck, right? Like, yeah, always. he kind of looks like Fred Durst in a way. This guy was in glam bands, probably. But... <laughs> Definitely not new metal bands. Um, uh, Alien Ant Farm, their album anthology from 2001. Okay, is that the one with Smooth Criminal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the inevitable question, right? Is like, is that the one? <laughs> well, that, that's the most the memorable one. Uh, movies was on there. Okay. But yeah. It's an album that, just that one album. The first one. I fucking love it. Not even Smooth Criminal. Fuck that shit. Uh, but it's just super instrumental. Like the bass work on it is great. The bass player is great. Awesome harmonies. The singing is true. It's really good. Also takes me back to a certain time. You know, a similar and like, time. Well, just like albums that just have like a real one memory to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Animosity has. I just... I think of like this broad that I was banging at the time who was crazy as fuck. <laughs> I think of that, but I also think of like that she she recently died a couple of years ago. 
so like i think of it that way too you know so it's like boom that album is like is that um i just have that shit i guess and <coughs> anthology from them is like one of those albums oh shit yeah my voice is just quitting i know mine is giving out too we're we're already at a uh, hour 18 we're good um but i don't have any more listed but there's i'm sure there's a ton more bands you can name that i'll be like oh. yeah i don't i actually motor was the end of my honorable mentions list stock mojo stuck Mo- i thought they came out before um any of this new metal thing started i think they're con- they're considered a new metal band oh okay hmm yeah, overall, the, the genre had a lot. I mean, then there's just so many other bands. We named our worst, but there's like a, a fucking non-honorable mention, I guess. Yeah, there's a ton Your of Ultra Spank. Bands. I don't Your even know who they are. Oh, what's that? Uh, Union Underground? I've heard of them, but never actually heard anything by them. Those guys fucking suck. Project 86 sucks. What do you think about P.O.D.? I actually kind of like the first P.O.D. album. Yeah, the first one, I'll give it a pass. Everything after that was just dumb. Uh, I talked about, in our last episode, I talked about Get Loose. Oh, yeah, Primer 55, yeah. Getting Loose with Primer 55. Now, see, that's the only album that I liked, and I thought that was the only one they ever made, but apparently they made two others. Actually, go to YouTube and... uh, check out search stone cloud sunday it's a band i was in when we opened for them and there's someone recorded one of our songs you can see my big fat fucking ass playing guitar <laughs> um but at the end of it it's the last song of our set and you can hear our singer fucking stick around for primer 55 and then we uh. didn't even stick around. <laughs> but there's a performance of that song one of our songs on youtube is pretty cool uh yeah Watch it and comment about how fat I am or something. Stone Cloud Sunday at the ONE in Mandan, North Dakota, February of 2013. Yeah. See my fat ass over there. I see. Uh, you look actually buff there, man. <laughs> buff. Like you're built, like you work out every day. I am buff, motherfucker, but I'm fat too. <laughs> buff backbone. Ooh. Let's me drag it to the finish here. Yeah, let's drag it. That's it. I'm not going to say that we'll never talk about new metal again because uh, we're probably going to talk about it quite a bit. (laughs) So there it is. Are each of our top, our fucking worst five, the best five, a bunch of other ones. Uh, If you've never, you know, maybe there's younger people. I feel like there probably are who didn't listen to this shit back then, who have a ton of shit they can check out now. Yeah, lots of lots of new music. Go on Spotify, look it up. Um, hit us up with your recommendations, your top fives. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think a dude's like uh, Viva La Jady, who I'm sure will be listening to this. Yeah. Like a newer, younger guy who didn't listen to any of those. He wasn't around for those bands. And whenever we talk about it. metal genres, apparently it confuses him. <laughs> confuses me. Yeah, it's confusing. It's like mathematics. We didn't even talk about Vanilla Ice's fucking new metal album. Oh, yeah. Can, can we not talk about that? I saw him on that tour, and we tried to fight him. <laughs> like, the whole show, people were throwing water. cups. Of, not us, but people were throwing cups of ice water at him. 
and fucking after the show like <laughs> we just we just went to troll we're just like what are we doing tonight fucking Vanilla Ice is playing let's go <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was when he, uh, the band was called V Ice or something like that, right? No, the band was just called Vanilla Ice. Oh, it was called Vanilla Ice? And they did a cover of Ice Ice Baby. Okay. I, this is a long-held thought of mine. I know you have to go, sorry. That if they would have named that band something, anything, and kind of spun it, but the singer is Rob Van Winkle in the fucking, in the, you know, in the side of the disc. And that would have been huge. People would have been like, dude, the singer of this band is Vanilla Ice. Yeah, it definitely would have come out differently. He could have probably still done the metal version of Ice Ice Baby. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not, my jury's out on that. But calling it Vanilla Ice and doing the song was fucking suicide from Go. So if they'd have done it the other way, I guarantee you it would have got over. And they probably didn't come out with too many records, right? <laughs> like one. <laughs> Just one. The thing that was crazy, we went really because uh, Shannon Larkin played drums in that album. And Shannon Larkin played drums in Ugly Kid Joe, and he's a great drummer. I love him. I love his drumming. So, <laughs> yeah, he played drums in that, I think. But anyway, let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, check me out on the Suplex City Limits podcast. Check Engine Light podcast on YouTube. At Suplex City Limit on Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, listen to me ramble on about uh lots of stuff on the inhuman cafe with bobby anthem and jay from conspiracy cafe um that's about it right now i think that's said uh hope you enjoy the new metal special and uh, we'll see you again next time until then hail satan inhale yourself i gotta wash this bleach out of my hair you've been listening to a fourth hand joint